This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. What does that even mean? I don't know. Is that where they worked? Is that the brewery where they worked? (laughs) That name of the brewery? We are, of course, talking about Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. Um, Shirley, Such a good show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Michael McKeon, who is fantastic in Better Call Saul. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh. It's great. We just saw him in Weird. The Al Yankovic story. Oh, I really want to see that with uh, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. It was, it was the so thing good. that made me appreciate Daniel Radcliffe. Well, well yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, a talented I, guy. He's a yeah, talented yeah. guy. I liked him in uh, Swiss Army, man. I didn't see played that. that. Played that farting corpse. He That's, killed it. That's crazy. What? It's great. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's by the guys that did it, the Daniels that did uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's oh, now that was a really brilliant movie this past year. Yeah, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing. I didn't so, yeah, see it. Really dug it. Check out oh, really? Man. I don't really wow, watch listen movies. To... I'm too busy. I'm not a big TV watcher either. Yeah, I like TV a little bit better, to be honest. Not me. No, Tucker watches it all. He somehow just, I don't know, he, he gets it all in there. I, I don't watch I just all that TV. How, how high culture we're being this week at the top of the show. Uh, <laughs> Seeing as how that is not okay. the same caliber. Right. Forget that. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, forget that. Forget you watched Married with Bananas from the Gong Show, right? Upon our suggestion oh, last boy. week. I had no idea what to expect. Jinx uh-huh. sent over the link. Oh my god. And I was yes. like, here we go. Here we go. Uh it was you know what? It was brilliant. I they won yeah. me over. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I thought you. they were Amazing. so fantastic. What a great act. So funny. so funny. So funny. So funny. And their showmanship. I just can't get over how much I love them. If you if you haven't already, Google Married no, with bananas. bananas. And it's a very pre <laughs> it's a very pre-COVID act. Yeah, it's you yes. can't pull that off that, anymore. That moment is so pre-COVID, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but then I remember too watching it. I forgot that Mike Myers played a character who gets right. up in makeup? Yes. Yeah. He's a character. What? His name's Tommy Maitland, and he hosted the gong show. Mike I, Myers was I never on that part. It is so, it's so creepy. It, that part was very weird. Uh, very weird. Didn't Francie make you do like a Tommy Maitland voice or something? I did it. When, yeah, when I'd go into like read her stories at bedtime or tell her stories, she would request 
that I do the gong show. She was like one <laughs> or two. She was two. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. That's so and cute. And I'd have to be like, oh, Tommy Maitland. And I'd do the kick and the uh, uh, and she oh and the song. That's great. And then because she'd want me to basically like tell her as a story the episode the episode of the gong show. Her favorite, one of her favorite things was the one where the the girl is dressed like Little Bo Peep, and she puts a live tarantula in her mouth. Yeah, that was what? one of Francie's favorite bits. <laughs> yeah, she, she loved that. that. Was, she, oh she loved the. Uh, there was something about the a line that someone says because I had to tell it as a story. Yeah. And there's the um, act where the guy came out on a unicycle in like a Sasquatch outfit. Yeah. And unicycle. He playing, and he was playing the bagpipes. Yeah, and the bagpipes like spit fire. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just going around in a circle. Oh my God. Oh but, my God. The show. But at the end, he gets, some... he gets hit with, in the face with a pie. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And and somebody says, "What a finish!" Yeah, <laughs> and that's what Francie. That's what Francie would say if she saw someone get hit with a pie. Like when they would, when she what would watch finish. that show and they would do it, she would say, "What a finish!" Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Anyway, so people okay. may not even know that there was a new Gong show for two seasons. Yeah, you should look that up. Um, but. Married with Bananas was, I, I think I feel like it was right off the top. I feel like it was right it was like, episode one. Episode one, yeah. fascinating. Like, kicked it off with style. Guys, we're not here to talk about the Gong Show. Damn it, we're not here to talk about that. No. Okay, fine. We're here to talk about a different show. Different show. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Three, three's company. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you say it like that, that it makes it any more cultured, but I'll take it. That's when they're in Fresno. (laughs) I'll take your Fresno accent. (laughs) Um, Now, when was this uh, show uh, debut? Show. When when, when did we see this show? Well, people tuned into this show. I don't know. I'm trying to find it right now. Okay, this is The Best Laid Plans. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is episode 17 of season three. And it aired February 13th, 1979. Wow. Valentine's Day-ish. By the way, I'm going to say, after having watched the episode, what a stupid name for the – what a stupid title for this episode. It it could have been any – I don't know why they didn't just put the word mouse in the title in some way. I mean, that's what they were doing. Because they couldn't do that because – the entire episode. Oh, okay, I'm okay, just going to say it. I'm okay, just going to say, if you got a group of writers together and then you had like a fishbowl of prompts, and then oh. that's how this happened. That they were so low <laughs> on ideas that they were like, "Reach into the fishbowl, Dave," and he like swirled it around and he pulled out. They've got a mouse. And then they were like, oh, okay. Yes, exactly. The episode. Uh, Drag them. Drag them to the floor, Jinx. Good for you. Hey, the snaps. No, I didn't hate it. I'm kidding. I didn't hate it. No, but it's so, but you're right. This is definitely like, 
draw a prompt out of a hat. You're exactly right. Yeah, I yeah. felt it was just about nothing. I hate about these nothing. episodes. It was just, it was, and like Tucker said, they can't all be wieners. No. I get it. Can't all be wieners. But I think, you know, the the, the title was like maybe uh, what was the, title the best laid plans. Oh, of Mice best and Men. Of sure, mice and men. right, so, okay. I was like, well, oh. at least it, 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 it gets the mouse in there and Jack's got a plan. So I guess oh, it's so, appropriate. No, okay. But it's Great. also so like, I'm not, who cares? I'm not cultured <laughs> enough to get the reference. Why? I hate when it happens. I hate, I hate when Three's Company is smarter than me. It makes me so mad. I'm going to have a bad day tomorrow. Oh, Whatever. my God. Oh, my God. No, I don't think. Hashtag bitter enough. Betty. It's not smarter. Um, um, okay. Okay. Let's, so how do we start? Let's, how do we get, let's get into this. Get your reading. Well, what, did I, what did I say it was going to be real quick? Yeah. Oh, that's what we yeah, get that's to. Right. That's what we're getting Tucker's to. getting his reading glasses on. <clears throat> Last week, <laughs> you predicted Janet was dating a really great guy. Oh, oh God. Invites him over to meet the kids. Jack's going to cook. Chrissy's going to play some Peter Frampton. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then I, I kind of lost the thread that Stanley wants, somehow gets involved and wants all the attention and ruins the date. But that, that was kind of, kind of petered out. <sighs> wow. Great. Who cares? Yeah. Way off. Not like, even a good episode. Not even. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, that's okay. You really you excelled compared to what they actually you did. Shot. That you didn't even get to pull anything out of a hat. Yeah, you didn't even have a prompt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have a prompt. You're right. Huh. Yeah. So the All right, so kick it off, Tucker. Starts in the apartment. Jack is in his bathrobe. He's outside the girl's door. He's knocking, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wake up! It's seven thirty. Ding, ding, ding. Seven thirty. And then the then we see Janet kind of get up and she's like I'm get I'm getting up and he goes come knock on the side of the door so I know you're getting up and uh, they get in this little back and forth and then he somehow convinces her that he can see her yeah and he says like he comments about her ninety or ninety and then Chrissy's ninety and that really gets him woken up you know it all works out gets him up and he's like. Uh, like I got, I made breakfast, and everybody has their cute robes on. Yeah, and so in the kitchen. Yeah, so you guys must have. Now this was this little opening part wasn't in the Pluto TV. We go right to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense. Nothing really happens. It was nothing. It was just them waking up. It was just up. a little set in the scene. Yeah. And then, All right. so Chrissy uh, comes in. Jack's. Uh, getting things ready or doing the dishes or something. And uh, Chrissy comes in, sits down, and immediately Janet screams oh. in the other room. And she just comes running in and jumps on Jack because yeah. there's a mouse. I have no sympathy for people who jump on chairs when there's a mouse. Why? I don't know. I don't like mice. I don't want to have one, but I'm not going to like jump on a couch over it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, just sympathy. 
I don't. I have no sympathy. I they have no. It's as if no they control over the reaction. I don't have sympathy. She's like, <laughs> yes, I don't have sympathy I have no, for nothing them. for you. I have. I don't have sympathy for adults who get ear and infections. In fact, I have no patience for them. <laughs> what? No. Why? Why? Because why that, ear infections? That is a children's disease. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Adults should not be getting ear infections. That's ridiculous. Why did I get so many ear infections when I was a kid? And then you were a child. Because you were a child. I did did too. You know why? I'll tell you why if you really want to know. It's because your eustachian tubes are more flat when you're a child. And as you get older, they start to like get more vertical. And so you don't get liquid caught in them. Except for those. Wait, what are they called? Eustachian tubes. It's the tubes. You station tubes. Yeah, the tubes yeah. that go through oh the ear. Jinx, whenever you bust medical knowledge out like this, I just I, I I can't imagine what you do in your free time. But that's I so love crazy it. that you call it medical knowledge. I call it serial killer knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Well, uh, that's not over here to talk about. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Okay, <clears throat> where were we? Oh, mouse. So Jack's, Jack gets the frying pan. He's like, I'll handle this. He's going to smack her with a frying pan. I love it. That's terrible. It's yeah. like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. So he goes off to handle it. The girls are in the kitchen. And yeah. ding dong. Ding dong. Chaos. Someone's at the door. And the girls, you know, Chrissy's like, I'll get it. And yeah. Janet's like, don't go out there. Janet, what Janet's is up with Janet? She out. is losing her gourd about this. Yeah, her gourd's. Yeah, gone. it was pretty intense. It's crazy, like how scared she is. It's mm-hmm. weird, like it's overdone. That's why, and she has no patience for this. I have no patience for Janet in this. Oh my god, <laughs> she's like, grow well, up. Well, can we just can we real quick fashion moment here? Yeah. I was surprised to see Janet not in her jersey. Number one jersey night. They all have their cute robes on. But she's still got sports pajamas. There's still like that's baseball. The set. That's the oh, next that's the set. Next yeah, one. it says play ball. Oh, yeah, she's, it's the next set of pajamas. Like a, like a Chrissy style kind of nighty thing. Well, on. Chrissy's wearing like bloomers or yeah. something underneath. Yeah, Chrissy has on like, She's dressed like undies. a baby. She has on like frilly. She's dressed yeah. like a baby. It's like yeah. crazy, like 1920s baby underwear. What was that? Is that a thing? what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Frilly underwear. Goes over a From the 1920s. They're, they're totally retro. <laughs> yeah. And then they all had on terry cloth robes. Like yeah. they had different color robes on. So anyway, the girls go answer the door, and it's it's Larry. Yeah, Larry. And Larry wants to borrow a cup of cream, or a little mm-hmm. bit of cream for yeah. his coffee. And uh-huh. also some uh-huh. coffee. Also some coffee. And uh, then she tells him that there's some mouse, and he says, Oh, I saw a mouse up in my place. So they must have places that line up. Yeah. And so, and they're... They decide it might be the same mouse. Yeah, which is weird, but okay. And Jack comes back, and then uh, basically this all resolves with Jack saying, "You know, I'll, you know, Larry leaves with his coffee," and Jack says, "I'll get traps after class tonight." Yeah, traps. Ugh. Mouse trap. God. What? It just makes me think of. 
Remember Andrew and Curtis telling us that story about using glue traps with mice and how they'd smack them on the concrete? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. God, that's dark. People are so morbid. Yeah, I don't they understand were kids. Why they do stuff and it was like... their favorite thing. Kids. Also, these are the nicest people yeah. you've ever met in your so, life. Like so these gentle. are the, the nicest, most gentle, amazing people. Yeah. And yet this was a pastime yeah. they had as kids. So weird. Yeah, like I had like I have a story like that where I was with a neighbor friend of mine when I was living in Germany. We went walking in the park and squirrel like darted out from behind a tree. This cute little beagle that I've loved forever takes off after the squirrel, bites it on the neck, and shakes it around and kills it right yes. in front of us. Oh, oh my god. I was like, oh. we are just like a little line away from total what do you even call that? Like primal anarchy. Yes. <laughs> all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's terrifying. I don't so like scary. things that remind so me scary. of it. Let's not think about me that. Me either. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to counter that, I'm going to go get some more apple cider because that's the most okay, that's fine. human thing I can think of. Get some apple cider. Here, get me another one. Okay. <laughs> with, with the other stuff in it. Life keeps happening on this podcast. You know, same. Do three orange whips. Um, so Jack's going to buy mouse traps after class. Then we transition down to the ropers and Stanley's kind of going through the books, seeing where the money's going. And Helen comes out and he's like, you spent $45 on a, a nightgown, $45. I'm not asking you to do the conversion, Jinx, but let's guesstimate what is a $45 nightgown in today's dollars? I think over $100. You think that's just over $100? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to say, like, I I feel like that's one of those things. It's it's weird how prices – at the time, I guess that's what you paid for something like that. But now, eat forty five dollars for a, a. First of all, who buys nightgowns right. really? But um, that is a lot of money, even now. I think I, I, would, I would think like, so. Like I would yeah. think that that's a lot of money then. Yeah. For that, that sounds like a I lot mean, of money. I mean, especially yeah. when you consider the kids' rent is three hundred dollars. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Is it that much? Yeah, I think it's. I think that's so right. It's like yeah. a sixth of a month's rent. It's a lot of money for a night. It's not very hot. Yeah. So anyway, they make some uh, some jokes about Stanley being cheap and all that, and then uh, Helen eventually says, um, "When I'm going to go into the kitchen and come get me when you're in a better mood because I have a surprise for you." Ooh. And the surprise is. That her mother is coming to stay <laughs> for a whole week. I got to say, I was actually really, I, I got excited thinking that Helen's mom might show up. Because so I was really, I'm like, who do they get to play Helen's mom? I was so excited for a minute. Yeah, That was upsetting. Also, mm-hmm. I know we've discussed this before, but I don't know that we ever came down anywhere. How old are the Ropers? I think we estimated in their upper 50s. No, I think they're in their upper 50s according to 2022 
range. According to 1979 range, they're in yeah. their late 40s. Late 40s, I would say. No, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'm. That's what I, what I would guess. Late. All right. I'm gonna, Maybe I'm you're gonna right. look up. I'm gonna look up yeah. how old Audra. Audra Lindley. Is. Lander Lindley. Okay. Lindley. Audra Lindley. Okay. We'll get to the bottom of this anyway. Uh, Stanley is obviously completely excited about <laughs> Helen's mom coming to stay for a week. Um. Anyway, as she gives her, uh, they get, he gets this news, and then ding dong, someone's at the door at the Ropers, and it's Janet to tell them about the mouse. Huh. Right. Which prompts Helen to say, Oh, my mom can't stand mice. Mm-hmm. And she uh, won't even go anywhere. She won't go anywhere. So Stanley's like, Oh. Well, it's, that's too bad that she can't come now. It's just too much. This this is so dumb. Like it's all the, the coincidence here is just so uh, yeah lazy writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of still, it's like we got to get it back to that mouse, Dave. And it feels like yeah, it feels <laughs> like we still don't have anything yet. Like it's it keeps acting like something's going to happen, but yeah. Nothing ever happens. Yeah, there's no climax. By the way, I have to say, this episode to me was notable for, I wanted, I think I counted three Bill Hoban, fourth wall breaking, Stanley Roper moments. Really? Did you guys count those? Did you guys count, count those for no. this episode? No, I just yeah. I think I think we've already passed one, and yeah. I forget exactly where it was. I, I should have noted it. I'm going to start noting those because they're so egregious mm-hmm. to me, and I can't believe Dave Powers still is still allowing this to happen. Oh, but he's whatever. ramping it up. He loves it. Dave Powers loves it. There was like <laughs> he loves the Bill Hogan breaking the fourth wall. He, he just I you know it's like. Maybe it's how he spits in the eye of Bill Holden. Uh, Hoban. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. He's Bill like, Holden. oh, just imagine you're staring right into Hoban's soul when you do that. <laughs> I see you, powers. I'm. T- that's my move. <laughs> Damn you, your powers. Um. So uh, it's hilarious. Uh, okay, that's happening. That's Where are we? basically that's that's what happens. And then it cuts to, in this scene. Yeah. I, a quick fashion corner. I thought Janet's outfit was really cute, and Mrs. Roper's outfit in this yeah. in this this black oh, with the yeah. little neon. Yeah. It was, it was really nice. The I was like, yellow she looks great. Trim. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Really yeah, good. I really like that. What was she Janet wearing? I don't remember what Janet was wearing. She looked like she was dressed for work, but it was this cute little like capelet thing. Oh. That she had draped over her shoulders. I want to say in a cute little dress and or skirt. It was a khaki. It was nice. It was a. It was a. It was like a mauveish earth tone. Okay. You know. Yeah, fine enough, but like, God, I hate when they. Ugh, gross. But they're getting better. It's getting better. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of color in Janet and Christie's room, and we'll get there. Holy yeah. cow, how we count oh. that room. <sighs> All right, so we go back to the apartment, and they're testing the trap. Right. And 
And Janet's like, I can't sleep in there. Knowing that mouse is there. And Jack's like, well, you can sleep in my room. You know, obviously <laughs> thinking you can sleep in my room with me. She's ha like, oh, that's so nice. Where will you sleep? And he's like, oh, well. So he doesn't have another thing. So then uh, he says, well, I'll just sleep in your bed. Blah, blah, blah. They have this back and forth. And he says, you know what? Let's discuss this over coffee. He doesn't have his coffee. He doesn't have his coffee because Larry borrowed the coffee. So now we go to Larry's apartment, which looks a lot different now. Doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it looks more... Yeah. It's less uh, teenagers' bedroom. And more Uh, regular apartment. Yeah. Like before he had... Yeah, but the girls... Weight set and shit in there before... Right, the girls' bedrooms changed a lot too. It's yeah. just you can see that there's just a lot more resource money that they've been putting into the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, Larry is on the couch making out with Diane. Diane, not Doris. Not Dorothy. Not Dorothy. Diane. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about Diane? Um, I just. I, I totally did not. I thought there was no Patty Kins and she was almost not oh. even worth. Yeah. I don't know why I missed yeah, it, well, but uh, her name is Jenny. Little, you know, like, I, no, not really. Jenny Sherman. Uh, she's an actress. Um, <laughs> but there's not very much on her where she was born or anything like that, but, uh, or when, but she gets her first part uh, on general hospital in 1963. Oh, but doesn't work again until 1974. So she was. Uh, that's almost 10 years when she's on a over 10 years when she she's on a, a show kid. called Police Story. She was uh, a kid, probably yeah. on the Must show. must yeah. have been, must have been. Then she gets on the streets of San Francisco in '77. Beretta in '78. The Rockford Files. Uh, then she was a, a character named Betty Worth on. 18 episodes of Days of Our Lives between 77 and 79. Goes on to do Chips, Barnaby Jones, Charlie's Angels, Fantasy Island, Dallas in 1982. Uh, And then Three's Company. Now she comes on as Diane, but we're going to see her again um, in the last season of Three's Company as another character named Ginger. Ah, Ginger. Uh, she goes on to be in the Scarecrow and Mrs. King dynasty and has her last credited TV part on Magnum P.I. in 1986. And then she doesn't work anymore after that. Huh. She's just one of these I know. TV actors. I just wonder what happens to these people when they leave the business. Like, why do they leave the business after being in it for so long? Like, what are they? It's just fascinating to me. Anyway, that is this week's. Patikins. Oh, and by the way, a friend of mine who listens to the show said he doesn't know why we call Patikins Patikins. So if you've turned tuned into the show late, uh, wait, Jinx, didn't you name Patikins Patikins? I think Tucker did. I don't know, but it's 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 named in honor of the first Patikins. <clears throat> she says it's the, the first. Her the, name was the first guest. The star. first guest star. Her name was Patty, but her friends called her Patikins. Mm-hmm. So we just referred to there the guest stars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you didn't listen to the very first episode of our podcast, you wouldn't know that. So I promised him that I would mention it oh. this week. Why do we call the guest stars Paddockins? There you okay. go. Because awesome. that, was, that was what the very first guest star wanted to be called. And so, hey, yeah. <laughs> it stuck. And honestly, <laughs> if, you, have, and there we if go. you haven't listened to the first episode of our podcast, congratulations. Because yeah. it was bumpy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, to say the least. <laughs> okay, we're okay. So he's making out. Larry's making out with Diane on the couch. Yeah, um, they're like her shirts unbuttoned and everything. Yeah, and knock, knock, knock. <clears throat> Larry has to get up and answer the door. Right. It's Jack, of course, looking for his coffee, and he just kind of barges in. He's like, "No, I want my coffee now." Pushes his way past him, mm-hmm. and he sees uh, Diane on the couch. That, yeah, he comes up to get like, how big was that can of Folgers, Jiminy? It Crickets. was tiny, but you know, maybe that was you know, people actually drank like an eight ounce cup of coffee. Probably. Really, I thought he had a pr- pretty big jar or a pretty big can of it. Wasn't it a big can? Or was it was it a small can. It was a small can, yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, he sees her. She's buttoning up her her shirt, and he says, "I just uh, well, oh, oh, I didn't see you." And he's like, "I just, I just came to button up my coffee." <laughs> and then he says, "I'm very charming to meet you." <laughs> I'm very charming to meet you. Because he's That's all flustered totally by how. Amazingly beautiful she is. I would say that by accident and then play it off. And the crowd loves it, oh, by the sure. way. They're, they're all over oh, these yeah. jokes. All over them. That's, that's classic stuff. It's charming to me. <laughs> sure, that's classic. Classic. <laughs> uh, and we find out that... <clears throat> so he gets his coffee and everything. And then... Um, oh, she says... She says, are you in the same line of work as Reginald? And he's like, Reginald? Who's oh, Reginald? Right. Larry's like, Larry's elbow, elbow. And uh, why would he lie about his name? I mean, it's so weird. Is that weird? Why would you do that? Because he also told her that he was a talent scout for MGM. So mm-hmm. maybe he was using a real person's name. I mean, what is his plan? Doesn't he think he's ever going to see this person again? I don't no, know. It's so no, whatever. I guess this is the thing that you did. Yeah, this is a free to never see her again. Social media. This is this is like phone book era. Yeah. He's never going to see her again. Oh, never. What are the odds? God. Okay. All right. Um. Fine. So Jack leaves. Reginald carries on. So we go back to the apartment, and we're in the kitchen. And look at that. We had a moment with Larry, and it was boring. Just when you said it. You thought it was boring? It was boring. Yeah. It was a little weird. I mean, it just wasn't like, oh, yay, it's Larry. It was just like, oh, it's Larry. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I hear what you're saying. He didn't really further. I don't have. I don't have to. He didn't move the story along in, in any way. Nothing does. But why are we? <laughs> He's just there. We don't need to single out Larry <laughs> in this situation. This whole thing reeks of desperation. Oh, thank right? like you. They don't know what to thank do with you. anyone, and they're like, "Let's just 
pack everybody in here. <laughs> give everyone so a true. piece of the puzzle. Yep. And hopefully in the end, it'll look like it was something. Yeah. No, you're right. That's what it is, I think. So Chrissy and Jack are having coffee and discussing their sleeping arrangements. for the mm -hmm. And uh, they, you know, Chrissy's not having it. That, that Jack, Jack's going to sleep on the couch. Yeah. And not in the room, in the separate bed with her. Right. Which and is ridiculous. What I part? Mean, because I have an opinion about this, but what do you think is ridiculous? I think it's ridiculous to assume that just because he would sleep in the same room with her that he would try to have sex with her, which but, is what they're implying. But that's what he ends up doing, which was so annoying yeah. to me. I was like, wait a second. Didn't we put to bed that, like, no pun intended, that Jack doesn't want to <laughs> get with the girls? I mean, like, what are we doing? I know, but there's always the Chrissy thing. Yeah. Like it, it's like Chrissy's his his pass. Oh. I don't. I whatever. Uh, fine. Pass. You know your one person that you get to have sex with. Hall pass. Hall pass. That's when you're in a relationship. Yeah, but right. she could be his. <laughs> Does every woman have like hall like pass right now? <laughs> He's like anyone. I, I can do it. I thought this was weird. I just didn't, I didn't understand the whole motivation yeah. that Jack wanted to sleep in that room was so that he could make a pass at Chrissy. It's super weird. It's weird. The he even says it. Weird. He even says at a certain point, like, "Well, we'll get there." But he called. He says, "I think of you as a sister." I was like, "Yeah." At this point, Not fine. Like, mm -hmm. And then he said that, and I was like, "No, what are we doing?" Uh, yeah. Oh, you're fine. So the girls take the rooms, Jack takes the couch, and then Chrissy calls out to Jack to come over for a second, and then she gives him the pillow. And then he, that was and nice. He, is the cat being gross in there? Okay, and then Jack like angrily throws the blanket on the couch. Yeah. he's all upset. He has to sleep on the couch, and that's when we go to commercial. That is commercial. And commercial. Here we are. Commercial break. Wait, Jinx, are you, Jinx, are you looking for the cat? You think the cat's doing something gross? I don't know. I didn't hear it. This cat. Do you want to take a quick break? We'll take a quick break. Oh, well, let's just keep going. Life happens. <laughs> Life happens. Jinx and I, commercial related. Um, Jinx well, I and I cannot. Uh huh. Oh, wait, you, do you have an idea for a commercial? I mean, I just had some kind of commercial-related updates. Oh! Um, in that Jinx and I, like, all week, have been being like, the new McDLT! <laughs> um, and we, we were watching, we just went into our room yesterday, and Jinx turned on the TV, and... Pretty Woman was on. Oh, yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Directed by Gary Marshall of Laverne and Shirley. Oh, that's right. That's well, right. Connect this all together. Starring and, Jason uh, Alexander. Jason Alexander's in it, yeah. And there's the part where he, like, tries to rape her. 
Right. That was a crazy yeah. scene. And I said to Jinx, I said, well, I thought McDonald's didn't care for that very much. <laughs> and I said, this is the this is the best lettuce and tomato rape scene I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Uh, um yeah, yeah, I, I, was so like, this I is like the, pretending that, that the McDLT commercial was the thing that Jason Alexander is most identified for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's so the funny. McDLT guy. Yeah. No, we really have been singing it a lot. Like yeah. we had – we had. That's, this is two weeks day. now that you guys have brought this up. Yeah. I know. It's, it's in been, our heads. It's in our heads. It's wow. really – we Listen, were like I having hamburgers and singing it. I don't like video games. I don't play them. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but I walked around singing the Super Mario Brothers theme song in my head for like five years. Yeah. Oh, it's five a, years it's, stretch. Yeah, it's a it's a great theme song. It's a real earworm. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought I was never gonna lose it. I still do it every now and then. Oh my god, you can't slip. Fascinating, fascinating. Yeah, I used yeah. to do that when I was a kid. I, I I'd have songs that I was like really locked into. It's um, the McDLT song. Pretty Woman yeah, is such an interesting movie. Much. Did you guys see that Netflix uh, little documentary they had about the making of it? No, because interestingly enough, yeah, we watched it on regular TV with commercials. Uh-huh. Oh, terrible! BBC <laughs> America. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Because Jinx had never seen it. What? Yeah, I had only seen like a very specific, like fifteen yeah. minutes in the middle. And, and that was the part that was on when I turned it on. And I was like, of course, it's this part that I've already seen. So and she still was, hasn't seen it. She didn't see the beginning. I didn't see the but... beginning. I have no idea how this whole thing happened. Like, I don't know how it unfolded that he has this prostitute. It's so stupid. I think it's so stupid. But anyway, so watched it. This is interesting. So Pretty Woman was written as a drama a la Leaving Las Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. that serious downer depressing of a movie and when gary marshall got his hands on it like it just wasn't working it was just so sad and he's just such a funny guy so what they did was they shot the movie three times he's like i want you to do one serious the way that it's done in the script i want you to do one funny and then the third take anything you want so they end up shooting this movie like that, and God bless them if in the editing they didn't find Pretty Woman as we know it today. <laughs> and Weird. in fact, yes, they shot a whole new ending because the original ending, they don't get together. She goes yeah. back to being a prostitute and never never sees him again. And so they changed the whole thing because, um, you know, they had to. And it... <laughs> It's the wow. weirdest – when you think about that film, it's about a rich yeah. guy picking up a, a prostitute off the uh-huh. streets of L.A. and yeah. finding a diamond in the rough, I guess. <laughs> what a yeah, crazy and it's film. about – so my, my mom loved that movie so much and, we, I mean, she bought it on VHS and watched it, you know, and – I watched like I watched it in the theater. I remember seeing it in the theater, and then I wow. never really watched it again until yeah. yesterday. Okay. But I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh my god, 
this is like my mom's wish fulfillment thing. Like all the shopping and the fairy tale ending, like yes. all the bullshit parts that <laughs> have like made her life so difficult. I'm like, but, this stuff is insidious. I, 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 I don't know. But it really struck a chord and really uh, ends up being one of the most – it's a classic – one of Hollywood's classic films. What are you going to do? <laughs> I give all the credit huh. to Roxette. Uh, that, that, that song really yeah. helped. Really, yeah. really helped. And the king of wishful thinking. If I could, <laughs> if I could pluck out this movie from the history of film and replace it, with showgirls, I would be really excited. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> showgirls. I mean, showgirls. Uh, has its own place. I'm just saying it could yeah. fill the same, the same hole very easily. Well, no pun intended. <laughs> it doesn't really have the. Doesn't really have the fairy tale ending that no so longed for. It's no, the, it does not. It's the, it's the fairy tale we need. It's the fairy tale we deserve. Yeah, that's thank for you, sure. thank you. That's that's yeah. America, and that's America. <laughs> yeah. Well, America, I was going to talk America about Folgers, but it's Pretty Woman. <laughs> but really, it's Showgirls. Yeah. It's Showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We think we oh, have a so, romantic so bathtub banter Lies. with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere, but and really. Richard- we're having we're having we're having epileptic epileptic cool sex with Kyle McLaughlin with Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. uh, what were you going to say about Folgers? I mean, though? It's I'm still interested. still not a bad place. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about Folgers in this commercial break, and this ended up being way better. It's more politically relevant. So uh, <laughs> back from commercial. <laughs> oh. Okay, the apartment. Chrissy comes out, Jack's blanket's completely covering him. And she's like, wake up, Jack. And then pulls the blanket back. It's his feet. Oh, it's all twisted around. Chrissy. Oh, so man. Out. And then he tries to get up and his leg's asleep, so he gets some It's the only part of him that got any sleep. Right. Yeah, he says that. It's And he mm-hmm. does this whole bit. And the crowd loves it. Yeah. yeah he, it's, like, it's like they literally were like, just throw in some... Throw in some weird, some some slapstick here from there. Yeah. Just do a little wobbly walking or something. Do some funny things. So weird. And then, uh, yeah. So then he's he's basically giving her the whole wham wham. I can't sleep like this. Mm-hmm. This isn't okay. I should just you should just let me sleep in Janet's bed. And she's kind of like, well, we'll see. Ooh, an open window. Right? Yeah. Now his plants the seed in his horny little mind. So Chrissy goes to the kitchen. Janet comes out. And she's like, did you find the mouse? And she's like carrying a ladle. Such a (laughs) pustache. Come on. It's a little mouse. (laughs) Oh, and uh, dingo. It's Larry at the door. And he wants to borrow a piece of bread. God. And then eventually some marmalade. So he really wanted toast. Yeah. Okay. And but he's getting paid soon. He won't be borrowing anything. Yeah. 
Um, Won't be borrowing any more food. I mean, it's so yeah. sad. And Janet was like, oh, Larry, do I have to give you a piece of bread? I was like, what? Gee whiz. Hey, give him a piece yeah, of bread. Give him a piece of toast. He's yeah, a piece of bread in your dresser. Mr. Mooch, she called him, I think. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Freeloader. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she goes in to get the the supplies for Larry, Mm -hmm. leaving him alone with Jack, whose wheels are turning about this Chrissy situation, and tells him that he struck out with with Diane and that because the mouse was there and... He eventually, he got the, he killed the mouse. Killed the mouse. And Great. Jack's like, he killed the hey, mouse. don't say anything about this to the girls. I don't, don't want them, them to know. He specifically says, I want them to think the mouse is still alive. Yeah. And Larry's like, well, okay. And then um, she brings him the stuff and he leaves. And as he's leaving, he's like, oh, and that thing you just mentioned about? I'll totally keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It's Larry. Larry. Jesus. He's, so, he's so dumb. He's like Tucker when I'm like, hey, honey. And I go, what? And I try, yeah. I try to like, She's like tell him something quiet. subtle. And he's like, what? What is it? And I'm like, huh? <sighs> I ruined it it's every so, time. No, Philip does the same thing when I'm like, oh, we should die. I'm like, we should probably go a little tired. And feel why like, do you, why do you want to leave the party <laughs> when everyone's here? Do you not like the people who are at this party? And I'm like, oh, man. Oh God. Oh God. I'm just I trying to be subtle. I don't, I don't take it that far. No, you don't take don't, it that far. I don't get all German about it. No, you don't, you don't do that. Some <laughs> people at this party are wunderbar and you are being so crazy right now. I'm like, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Okay. 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 So Larry leaves. Uh-huh. Now uh, we go down to the Ropers. Yeah. And ring, ring, ring. Mm-hmm. Helen's. Picks up the phone, talks to her mother, tells her, mother. tells her the bad news that yeah. there's a mouse. Can't come visit now, can ya? Can ya, mouse phobe. And then uh, at Roper, as she's talking to her mom, Roper's crossing, going to the front porch to get the paper. Mm-hmm. And he goes out, and we go out too, and Larry comes bounding down. And... He says, and, and they get into a discussion about the mouse. And Larry says, oh, I killed the mouse. And Roper's like, hey, can we, like, keep that between us for now? And he says it, too. He, he says, says, I really want I want Mrs. Roper to think the yeah. mouse is still alive. <laughs> yeah. And Larry yeah. says the one line that made me laugh out loud. Uh-huh. The whole time, Larry says... Is this mouse somebody important? <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. That was my favorite was part funny. of the whole episode. That's it great. was the only funny thing that happened. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Disaster. Read them. Stanley goes back inside, and uh, then he sits down at the couch and is reading the paper while Helen's continuing to talk to her mother, and eventually he's like, oh, 
that's a wonderful idea, mother. And she's like, we'll do that. So she hangs up and she's like, we're going to go stay at mother's house in Sacramento for a week. Hooray. Huzzah. Oh, he doesn't like that. No way. He's like, and I don't like, he's like So, mm-hmm. So for me, okay, I actually, at the end of the episode, I went back to the scene because – Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it was in this. I thought this was the part they cut out of Pluto, but I guess it wasn't. They never go back and really tie up this storyline. This is it right here. The Ropers end their storyline here. No. No, there's a tag. There's a tag. Ah, we don't have that tag on Pluto, so yes. I can't wait to know what it is. Yes. Okay, so okay. keep going. Keep okay. going. Okay, uh, so... He, he ultimately is like, no, Larry killed that mouse. So she can come here now. Because he doesn't want to go to Sacramento and yeah. stay for a week. Because her mother always makes him, like, fix everything. And sleep with the dog. And sleep with the dog on the porch. Right. Um, I don't blame him. No way. Um, no, I don't want to sleep on a porch. That's no. crazy. And Says the she man doesn't, who slept in our garage. What's that? Says, okay, oh, yeah. it was, it was during the summer, and that couch was so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, no, good for Stanley. He's a good friend. <laughs> and he's like, Larry killed the mouse, and she doesn't believe him. Yeah, she's like, ah, oh, no, we're still going to mother's. We're going. So they go to pack. Because they're going right oh, now, yeah. apparently. They're going, Yeah. So they go okay. up to the bedroom, and then we go upstairs to the apartment. And the girls are playing like a board game. On They're the playing couch. Monopoly. Uh huh. Which is yes on the would, couch. You would never play Monopoly on the couch. No, there's not room enough. That, that exactly, exactly. Why didn't they just move that that little table in by over towards the phone, like the kitchen door? Because remember in the first season they yeah. had a table over there sometimes. Little, mm-hmm. little yeah, table. bring back the table. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Uh, bring, bring back the table. Bring back the table. Exactly. Or why didn't they just play it in the kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Because Jack has to, like, they have to all be, be over the by the bedrooms and yawning loudly trying to get him to go Terrible. to bed. So that he can Terrible. fulfill his... They could have just walked over. They could have just... Oh, yeah. Whatever. So, uh, Jack wants to go to bed, obviously. And... Uh, Eventually, they're like, okay, we could take a hint. He's tired. And so Janet goes to bed in Jack's room. And then Jack proceeds to give Chrissy this uh, guilt trip about how he's got exams in the morning. Oh. He has to get a good night's sleep. Is he lying about the exams? Mm-hmm. I think he's lying. Oh. He's, a, he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 well uh, okay I don't know I think he's lying though okay. it doesn't seem genuine to me he doesn't seem concerned about exams at all no he's concerned Never. about one thing yeah <clears throat> so which is which is making me so uncomfortable to, but keep wants, wants to get in Chrissy's diaper yes oh okay. god now <laughs> so so she finally, she caves and she's like, yeah, okay, you can sleep in Janet's bed. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, really? Oh, great. And she's like, I'll sleep on the couch. 
And then he's like, no, no. You don't have to do that. That's silly. So he convinces her that they can do this. Right. They can they can share a room. It's not a big deal. Right. So he's gonna go shave before bed. <laughs> so then we're in the bedroom and Chrissy's reading in bed. What is she reading? Did you write it oh, down? I didn't. I didn't. I oh, I didn't get to see that close. I could Damn. see the title of it, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh. Uh, well, she is into know. it. We'll report that. Yeah. Into it. Do the kids in 203 have it on their site? No, they don't have. They don't have. Um, this far. This far they didn't in go this episodes. Oh, nobody's ever made it this far in these kind Everyone watching by this time. Frustrated. Okay. Not us. Nope. Not us. Nope. We will do it. She persisted. All of it. Jack enters in his robe, his pajamas and his robe. Uh huh. And uh, he's. Uh, I guess he's trying to be. He's. Not- it's not even like his pajamas and robe because no. we saw his robe earlier, which was a no, ratty like blue terry fans. cloth robe. This is like a like velvety big mm-hmm. like has a huge lapel, cream colored lapel, like smoking jacket. Yeah, almost. it's Jack's version of Hugh Hefner. Yeah, and uh, she's not paying any attention, of course. Right, she's reading. And uh, he gets in bed, and he can't seem to distract her from her book. And then eventually, you know, he keeps harassing her long enough. And she says, is there anything I can do to help you go to sleep, to make you go to sleep? That gets a big laugh. Crowd loves that. Yeah. Okay, time out. Can Uh we talk about Janet and Pussy's bedroom now? Oh, yeah. Oh my god. This was a Brady Bunch fantasy gone totally awry. The the it's explainable to have those colors in a kid's bedroom because it was almost the same color scheme as the Brady Boys bedroom with those posts and the orange yeah. and the yellow. But oh my gosh, with with Jackson's same costume, a sleeping costume, combined with like the Technicolor barf all over the beds, I was just like, "Where's the tan?" Now we have no tan. Now we've gone so far away from tan. It was just like, "What are we doing? What is this show?" But I love the wallpaper. What do you even call that? I, it was like a w- abstract floral. I, abstract I, orange floral. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> it no, so I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pair it with like Smurf blue beds and and turquoise carpet. It was insane. But, the whole thing was so bonkers. Yeah. It looked like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> I don't understand, too, like, why is this apartment built the way it is where there's, like, you walk into one part of the living room and then every other room in the house is a sunken room off of that room. (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. This is is the the mental 
um, pothole that you fall into trying to figure out this apartment or this apartment building. There is is no, no, it's yeah. yeah, It's a, it's a, it's a puzzle. It's like a, it's like a puzzle box that you're not meant to ever solve. No. Oh, it's like Cenobites come out. Yeah. You don't want that. Okay. What happens next? Okay. So then he, uh, he then like makes a move and kind of gets in bed with her. Oh, he's um, you know he it's more to. comical than that. It like is. he's he's all like, uh, "What are you reading? <laughs> what are you reading?" She's like, "Why don't you try reading a book?" And he's, and he's like, like oh, "Wait, okay. what page what are we on?" Page are we on? And he goes like, and "She says, get into bed." And he's like, "I thought you'd never ask." Yeah, it's, like, it's very you know. And then she's like, <laughs> "Get out of here!" And he uh, he then he steps on the yes, mouse his trap. lewd. <laughs> His lewd, oh, uh, what do you call those? Uh, over, what do you, overtures. What do you, overtures are are comical. I guess the, I guess they're so heightened they're comical. But I was just like, what are? Why are we doing this to Chrissy? I know in her own bedroom from her, her roommate. Yeah, was there any way to do this with Larry and Jack saves the day somehow? I don't no. know. Whatever, keep going. Um, <laughs> he steps on the mousetrap. Uh-huh. Steps on the mousetrap and gets his toe. Yeah. So Wouldn't then, that like cut your toe? Because it, could, it like, might break it. It yeah. would break it, right? It could. It might, yeah. Um. So then we're, uh, you know, back in the main living room and uh, like rubbing Jack's toe, and she's telling uh, Janet. She's telling Janet about it, what had happened. <clears throat> and then Ding Dong, it's Larry again. <laughs> again. Again. Just coming to spill the beans. Oh my god, Larry. This made no sense. No sense. He's been told 36 times not to say the mouse is alive. Yeah, or to say the yeah. mouse is alive. And yeah. And then he comes and he's like, whoa, what do you mean? The, the, the mouse that I told you was dead last night? I told you way before. Remember that? And they're like, Jack! It was just so, oh. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Kind of sucked. Yeah, it was a real, yeah. it was a real, like, they could have just dosed out those laughs a little bit at a time. And instead they just dumped the whole bucket of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait. There was a tag scene after this because yeah. on Pluto, this was the tag scene, and then it's doo 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 doo. Okay, no. Oh, no. So we come back, and the Ropers are leaving They've for got Sacramento. Their they got all their luggage. Oh, um, that's funny. And she says, We should just take the plank. And Stanley's like, No, no. it's too expensive. We're, We're driving. driving. That's it. And she's like, Oh, well, okay. Well, maybe we can. Maybe we'll get tired and we'll we'll stop at a cute little motel and we'll snuggle up together for the night. Yeah, and it goes on for quite Um, a while, all this description, and then he's like, let's take the plane. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And they leave. That's Uh, that's it. And that's it, yeah. This, okay, this, this is an episode nobody was trying. This is an episode where they <laughs> yeah. were just hungover from the week before, and 
Yeah. Nobody cared this week. Nobody cares this week. Is this the... That's wait, fine. was last week the week that Janet wasn't there? Last week? No. Uh, last week was the older woman, wasn't it? No, last no, week's episode. Because the last one that came out was that. But the last one we recorded was the Catered Affair. Oh. Janet was in that. Oh, one. that was a great episode. Yeah, yeah. you know what? There was no way they were going to be able to do two good ones in a row. No way. No, Stanley's right. Hotline. It was the one before that. I just wondered if they were just, you know, having a hard time bringing it back with Janet. Mm-hmm. Like rolling again, but maybe no, because the catered yeah. affair was hot, hot tamales. Yeah, <laughs> that hot was soup, amazing all the way yeah. around. All right, that gets that that got my highest my highest score ever. Yeah. was that episode? It's a high score. Four point eight five Dominomini moves. Right? Yeah, listen, this one was yeah. just not fun, not funny, except for Larry, that one part, that one moment. Although the fashion was better this week. I'm going to give this a pretty better. low score of um, what is a C on the five point scale? It's got to be like 2.87 Dominomini booze. That's all it gets for me. 2.87 <laughs> Okay. I'm going to give it, because I'm on a four-point scale, I'm going to give it two and zero quarter stars. <gasps> oh, that's one of your lowest scores It's ever. my lowest score ever, because wow. garbage. Garbage. What do you say, honey? Are right, you going to give it three points and call Tucker's it a day, or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. Tucker's going to, he's going to upset the apple cart right now. <sighs> I'm giving it. What do you think, Tucker? I didn't care for it. Um, oh, mm, I mean, but did have that Larry line? Yeah, but that's that not enough funny. to make it stick. <laughs> that's not enough. To five get. stars. Uh-uh. Come okay, on, no, I'm give it a five come stars. on. I'm gonna give. <laughs> I'm. You know what? I'm going to give it a 2.9. Wow. Fascinating. Punishing it. Wow, fascinating. You never do that. You never do that. Whoever is keeping track of these scores, let us know. Is this the lowest scoring episode ever? I mean, I just started keeping track last week, but not really keeping track so much as writing it at the end of my notes. I should have a different ledger. We'll never know. It's fine. I'll go back. I'll review all the episodes. (laughs) Well. All right. Okay. I mean, if that's that's where it comes down, that's where it comes down. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just dog poop. It was not their (laughs) finest hour. I will say that. All right. Are you ready to get at your balls? Fondle your balls a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's how. them real quick. That's how Tucker hits on. That's how Tucker hits on a guy. Hmm. It's not very. <laughs> so uh, you just want to. That's actually not far from what gay guys say to each other. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they just have. <laughs> they just have a little more spirit when they say it. So. <laughs> 
This true, yeah, yeah. true, true. <clears throat> but yes, uh, Madame Matilda does have her balls in her hand and is ah, ready to make her prediction for this week. Okay. Please unveil this week's title or next week's show's title. The harder if you would. they fall. Ah, oh, this is another one of those ambiguous BS titles. Mm-hmm. Unless this is some deep literary reference, which of course I'm not going to get because now's the time you find out I don't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that makes me smart is my glasses. Um, okay. The harder they fall, this seems to me to be a... We haven't had like a... A Roper-centric episode. Oh. Maybe, maybe Stanley does something really dumb. Uh, he's on his high horse. Let's say that he finally rents out those two apartments, and he doesn't do the background check because he's such a you know he's all about that money that uh, he ends up letting in uh, you know this couple that's dealing in uh, stolen jewelry. Ooh. And he doesn't like the element that's been coming to the apartment building. And now him and the kids have to cook up a a scheme to get rid of the new neighbors. Stolen jewelry. It kind of reminds me of the time that... You're going to say Golden Girls. Golden Girls, George Clooney. Yes! And they have to stake out across the street. At the Golden Girls house. But you know what I was actually, you know what I was actually referencing was the episode of I Love Lucy, oh. which I think, which I think the Golden Girls cribbed from when those neighbors move in and they're also moving. I think it was antiques, uh. <laughs> but they did have jewelry that they were, that they were trying to fence as well. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Y'all guys. Tucker and I are drinking out of our glittery Hollywood Boulevard coffee mugs tonight. That's right. You may recall purchasing these oh, those are on so the Hollywood cute. Boulevard with me. So cute. Yeah, I remember when we bought those. Oh, well, what well, do you want to tell us on such a... Here's to Gary Marshall. Pitiful, oh, Gary Marshall. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gary Marshall episode. What a, what a great entertainer. Gary Marshall. To did. Gary Marshall. Uh, Laverne and Shirley and Pretty Woman. Right. Okay. So yeah. we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Good, good Here's Gary. to Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall, for that matter. Laverne. Yeah. Sure. Both, both right. left us now. And, yeah. But... There's two of them. Yeah. Two well, and the U.S. Marshals. Let's just... Why not throw them in? Sure. Just to the truth. <laughs>
Face. 